Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. It's the last week of October, and available inventory of unsold homes in the U.S. is still on the rise. This was the week last year when inventory finally peaked and started receding before the holidays. Both years, of course, saw rising mortgage rates hit affordability, so buyers backed off both years. Uh, But the new listings volume each week, which is already suppressed all year this year, grows thinner once we hit November. So we should expect that inventory is pretty close to its peak for the year now. Uh, Still, we got to wonder if this year's stubbornly high mortgage rates haven't deterred buyers so much that inventory keeps growing a little bit uh, into November. We've been talking in these videos for the last few weeks about how, despite very slow home buyer demand, supply is so limited that home prices have not receded this year and do not appear to be falling now. The rate of sales is very low, and while there are no signs of strength in sales numbers, I have a hypothesis about why we could start to see year-over-year gains in the number of home sales before the end of the year. And maybe we're at the the nadir uh, right now. Keep listening and I'll share what I mean. At Altos Research, every week we track every home for sale in the country. We track all the pricing, all the supply and demand, all the changes in that data. And we share it so that you can understand it immediately as it happens. We make that available to you far before you see it in the traditional channels. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos Research, and uh, suddenly it's the end of October. Let's take a look at, at the latest U.S. housing market data right now. The available inventory of unsold single-family homes rose 1.5% again this week to 562000 Last year, at the end of October, was when inventory finally peaked. That moment was also when mortgage rates peaked. It's not at all clear that mortgage rates have peaked for the year now, Uh, so maybe we have a few more weeks of inventory building as we roll into November, maybe. Um, There are just 3% fewer homes on the market now than last year at this time. Inventory has been climbing more quickly this year than last year. Uh, In this chart, the dark red line is the available inventory of unsold single-family homes on the market for the year of 2023. You can see that uh, sometime in the next few weeks, we could cross back over and end the year with slightly more homes on the market than when 2022 ended. Inventory uh, should decline in November, of course. Uh, very few sellers list their homes for sale over the holidays. And you know those, those homes that are on the market now with no offers, many get withdrawn from the market. So inventory will decline, uh, but just how quickly that happens is still uncertain at this point. Uh, most years inventory peaks in like August. So the fact that it hasn't peaked yet is a real indication of how home buyers have been sitting on the sidelines because of higher mortgage rates and really tough affordability. Uh, because we have so few sellers, inventory remains 40% below 
2019 levels and less than half of what it would have been normally in the in the last decade when uh when will inventory levels get back to those old levels uh, you know in the market the data shows that it could take several years with higher mortgage rates resetting the the cost base is higher for for more people and when it's more expensive to hold real estate you sell it and so slowly we would get more available selection for home buyers it took us a decade of ultra low rates to get this few homes and it could take us years to get back to normal levels uh, but as of right now even though inventory is growing with these higher mortgage rates i've been working to illustrate that this is not inventory is not rising because of a flood of sellers it's from fewer buyers the, it's important to, to track both supply and demand you know, side of that equation, the supply-demand equation, because home prices are not falling currently. Demand is low and supply is low too, so we ended up in a sort of balanced market. This chart is a good illustration of both supply and demand sides in the housing market. Uh, this is a view of the new listings, new supply, plus those that got listed and went into contract immediately after listing. Uh, within a, a few days. These immediate sales are an excellent proxy for how much demand is out there. The taller the bar, the more seller volume is. The taller the bar here in each is more seller volume each week. The light portion of the bar are the immediate sales. And the light portion, as the light portion shrinks, then that's less buyer competition for new listings each week. And you can see a few years ago where there are, there are 100,000 or more single-family properties coming to market in a given week. That gets to an annual rate over 5 million plus another million condos. You know, you, that's when we were at the 6 million or more annual rate of home sales. There are now only 67,000 new single-family listings each week. This is not seasonally adjusted, but you can see how the, the NAR headline number must continue to be under 4 million sales, at least for the next few months. Uh, there are just not enough homes to buy, uh, and the market is supply-constrained as well as demand constrained here. The dotted horizontal line here is shows us how the new listings volume each week is still running below last year at this time. So the fewer new sellers each week than last year at this time. Just a couple percent, and the gap is closing. Uh, last year, the market was really slowing. And this year, the seasonal decline is much more gradual. It could be next week when we finally have more sellers than a year prior. Keep an eye out for that next week. So when I talk about maybe seeing a turnaround in the sales volume, the first inkling would be if new supply each week starts to tick up compared to a year ago. Uh, let's change from that supply and demand to the actual sales rate. These are the pending sales each week. The taller the bar, the more homes there are in contract. The light portion of the bar here are the new contracts each week. It can be tempting to use sales rate as a proxy for housing demand, but it's not that simple. There, there, last year, there were more sales, but there was also more inventory, more selection force, and more new sellers each week. So everything about this market has been constricted all year. The few sellers right now is not just a story of weak demand. It's also a story of weak supply. And maybe are there are some signs that this is at its lowest point right now.
There are 319,000 single-family homes in the contract pending stage. That's about 6% fewer in contract than last year at this time. The dotted line shows you how much less purchase activity now is happening than in recent years. At this time in 2021, there were almost 500,000 single-family homes in contract. You remember that time? It was that frenzy. Uh, but last year it slowed dramatically, and now we're comparing 319,000 now to three, only 339,000 last year at this time. And there were just 53,000 new contracts this week compared to 57,000 last year. All year long, I've been optimistic that the sales rate would eclipse last year finally, but that has not happened yet. So... It could be that I am just continuing my delusions uh, that the market can turn around. Uh, in next week's data, we're moving into November and offers will decline with the season. So I should point out there's really no sign in the data uh, that sales volume is really growing. Why would it? Their mortgage rates are still at their multi-decade highs. Affordability is stretched. But here's uh, why I'm starting to speculate about this change. There's something to watch with regards to sales volumes. I've talked about how consumers are more sensitive to changes in mortgage rates than they are to the absolute levels of rates. When rates rise, fewer purchase offers get made. And uh, rates have risen by a lot since July, 200 basis points since July. Consumers feel that change. And so here's the hypothesis. What I'm watching for over the next couple of months is what if rates don't fall? What if they just stay the same into January, for example? I can imagine a scenario where we have a slight uptick in sales volume in the first quarter, just from rates staying unchanged at around 8%. Uh, therefore, it could be that this quarter is the absolute low in that home sales volume. Now, I don't have the capacity to predict mortgage rates. Rates could go up from here. The economic data continues to surprise how strong the economy is. The 10-year yield is still rising. If mortgage rates do climb, then I expect inventory to build and the sales volume will decline even further. Uh, remember that consumers react to the change in rates. So we're going to keep watching the pendings data each week to see if we finally see a turnaround once we get past the holidays. Uh, and don't forget that the headlines are lagging and we definitely will see more sub 4 million headline numbers for the next few months. Uh, my speculation here that we're at the bottom, it's very early in the data. So the headlines would take, would take months to catch up. Uh, lest I get accused of being too sanguine about the prospects of the housing market. I should point out that the percent of homes on the market that have taken a price reduction is still on the rise uh, for the season. Right now, 38.9% of the homes on the market have taken a price cut from the original list price. Each year, price reductions rise in the fall. Typically, they peak in October. And last year, though, the market was under much more obvious price pressures than it is now. Last year, 43% of the market had their the prices cut versus uh, 39% now. In this chart, each line is a year, and you can see the bright red line from last year started ultra low, and then the brakes hit hard. There were a lot of surprise sellers last year. Sellers now are much less surprised. 
I've uh, shaded the gray area here to illustrate a normal zone for price reductions. Normally, about a third of homes take a price cut before they sell. As we approach 40% of the active listings with price cuts, uh, you can see we're departing from that normal zone. It's really useful to have this illustration to compare uh, where with home prices now, are now with where sales prices will close in the future. Home prices are on the market now. They don't get offers. They cut their price in November. They get an offer maybe in December. That closes as a sale in January or February. So this is a leading indicator of home prices in Q1 2024. We can see some price weakness now as right those rates have risen 200 basis points this year. Um, this is not as acute as last year. And remember, um, last year led to slightly negative home price appreciation this spring. So home prices in April this year were a couple percent lower than they were in April of 2022. The future home sales price signals are not as negative as they were last year at this time. But again, there's no growth in the home sales prices either. The data doesn't show any strength in home prices. Uh, so let's look at prices specifically. The home prices at this time last year were falling very quickly. Sellers were surprised. A lot of price reductions each week. Home prices were dropping. They're dropping faster than you'd expect for the season even. Right? So uh, prices are easing back now for the end of the year as normal for the season, but they're not falling like last year. As a result, the median price of single family homes in the U.S. is now just over 2% more expensive than last year at this time, $435,000 for the median price single family homes across home across the U.S. Uh, there are a lot of um, casual housing market observers who are surprised by this fact. So it's important that people know exactly what's happening in the market right now. The median price of the newly listed homes has been holding up much better than I expected a few months ago as well, uh, given the dramatically more expensive mortgage payments at that time, right? The, uh, at 394000 the newly listed cohort is almost 3% above last year at this time when those prices were falling quickly. Sellers now are much more prepared for the weak demand than they were last year. I've included the vertical line here to show where the market was last year at this time. And you can see that bright red line has two big holiday dips coming Thanksgiving week and then Christmas and New Year's before the market resets in January. At this point, the leading indicators show that we will still have about 2 to 3% home price appreciation when we close the year 2023. Uh, and this really sets up next year. So if mortgage rates go higher from here, these home price ga gains are going to evaporate. If rates ease lower, uh, we'll see more buyers. Every notch lower of mortgage rates, we'll see more buyers and home prices will stay resilient in 2024. In fact, if mortgage rates stay around the same level, we could see this activity pick up in Q1. Um, and we'll see a lot of the predictive power in the pricing data in January. Uh, what I can't predict is mortgage rates. There are a lot of unpredictable macro factors, too, to keep watching. Uh, we all assumed that the economy would be in recession now and that the data just keeps the, the, the U.S. economy data just keeps coming in surprisingly strong. Maybe recession in 2024. So uh, 
at that point, we'll have to watch how that plays out in housing supply and demand. So stay tuned for that adventure. There is so much signal in the active market conditions, and they change very quickly in the post-pandemic world. The uh, the signals of the market's kind of balanced right now, uh, but they can change fact. And in fact, the local markets are maybe behaving very differently. So if you need to help buyers and sellers understand the housing market, you should join us at Altos Research. Uh, they need your help to understand this 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 fast-changing market, and they need to hear it from you. So go to altosresearch.com, book a free consult with our team. We'll help you know how to talk about the local market with your clients and prospects today. There's a link in the description below. Click that, and let's get started. All right, more next week.